0: Episode 1 of the Muggy Bonehead Show. Join us on Twitter at Muggy Bonehead. M-U-G-G-E-Y-B-O-N-E-H-E-A-D. Or the Facebook page is the Muggy Bonehead Radio Show. And our YouTube channel is the Muggy Bonehead. Uh, This is our first show. Billy's not here at the moment, so I'm taking over the start of it. We are on CRMK online every Wednesday night from 10 to 12. And we'll introduce this first song to you, a classic from the golden era of men in TV series. Here you go. Bye. <laughs>
1: start. I want to pass your heads in. Independent and tough, their confidence and patter made this bunch of awkward dodgers a good living. I mean, they was all doing silly things, weren't they, like, jetting out the window, like, willies to girls, like, and all, I don't the, know. and all the others were just muggy boneheads anyway, like, you know.
2: alive. Are we? We are indeed. Blimey. me. How's it going alright? Not too bad, not too good. Well thank you very much there for for Glyn for the Saturday night music box on a Wednesday night. It's now time for our first show ever. Our first ever show eh yeah. hey? exciting. Yeah very exciting. Got lots in store for everybody haven't we? Well you got a shop? Hey, You got a shop? Yeah I've got lots in store yeah happy shoppers been to the cash and carry. Have you? You must have strong arms. Got a bag full of stuff. Excellent. But um, Okay, well, this is our very first show um, We're very excited to be on the CRMK Thanks for giving us this window of opportunity Yeah You suckers Yeah I wonder how long we'll last Well, I'll give it ten minutes Ten minutes, you reckon, yeah? You'll probably break the machines Dan's going to tell you a little bit more about us While I set up our next track Yes, you are What am I going to say, then?
0: I'm, I'm panicking now. Oh, my God. Oh, got all nervous. Why is my... Uh, my uh, I sound really fuzzy. You know what's, what's wrong with that? You put on the fuzz effect. No, you're all right. Oh, good. Well, this is the Muggy Bonehead Show. It's the very first one we've ever done. And we're going to be doing some stuff tonight that will not blow your mind, not get you excited. In fact, you might just be switching off in about five minutes because we're terrible. What, uh,
2: what have you been up to today, Billy? I've been, you know, prepping the show, really. I don't do anything else. This is our full-time job now. Oh, is it? Well, it's mine. Where's the money? (laughs) We're we're technically part of the liberal elite now, aren't we? We're sort of working in the media and... uh...
0: I I had a letter from the Illuminati today telling me what things we
2: should talk about and how we should
0: influence the minds of the young and impressionable.
2: Did your invite for the uh, Bilderberg group come through? or?
0: Yeah. It came in a black black helicopter, parachuted down by uh, Will
2: Smith... Excellent. Yep. All right, well, we're going to play another track while we get ourselves uh, set up and ready because we're absolute amateurs at this, as you might well found out. So uh, let's see what happens with this one. Let's see if we can do this. What are you this. playing? What are you playing? I'm not going to tell you. Oh, thanks a lot. It's called The Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. Fabulous four young lads from Liverpool. I think they're going to go far, do you? No, i never heard of them. What, the Beatles? No. Oh, they're right good, they are. Are they? Yeah, John Paul, George, Ringo and all that. Prove it. Well, um, they've got probably about ten albums. Oh, do you know what I was listening to the other day? The anthology stuff. Yeah, I was was sparring you. It's great. It's really, really good. It's so good to hear different versions of songs that over the years I've become sick to death of hearing, even though I'm not sick of hearing them, I love them. I like hearing the same version of songs... I've never heard wow that's weird I like hearing I like hearing songs with the volume turned down (laughs) He's <laughs> so edgy. Yeah. Yeah. So um we've got a couple of other tracks coming up today. We've got a song by a man called Mr John Dredge, who um is a guy that we've met before who How did you meet him? Um we met him He's at... a he's a he does his radio show, doesn't he? Radio, does he? Radio Wandsworth, was it? Or Hove? Uh yeah. I don't know if he's I don't know how involved he is in that. But we met him at um Ian Lee's performance ring, didn't we? Yeah. He was pushing wheelbarrows around he actually was it sounds like a live Dredgeland. yeah he's a, he did like a comedy act where essentially it was pushing a, wheel, a toy wheelbarrow around the stage for about
0: 10 minutes he's, he's a stand up comedian yeah he's done a good joke about a map once made me laugh did it yeah have you got it I can't remember it it's funny though oh, I'm sure it was yeah. sounds, sounds brilliant
2: but we played tag with him, didn't we? In, oh, yeah, uh, in the High park. park, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Um, Daniel is um, quite talented at other things: Trampoli- other trampolining,
0: snake yep. wrestling, and? Uh, Margaret Thatcher impressions.
2: <laughs> well, you can do that for us now, then, can't you? Surely. Argentina <laughs> perfect yeah. yeah I thought we weren't allowed to get political uh, oh sorry um, yeah so Dan where is your where, where can people find your stuff your YouTube channel etc uh, Mugger Harris M-U-G-G-E-R H-A-R-R-I-S with an at at the beginning and uh, Daniel makes amazing videos edits them together he's very artistic am I um, we've sort of moved away from our talk, telling the story about me and John Dredge and yeah we're talking about me now oh yeah but
0: he does good songs on it though he's, he's This guy across the studio, he may look stupid, but he's actually very talented with his guitars and stuff and singings. He he, he makes these weird noises out of his mouth and constructs words in certain combinations that actually makes really nice songs. Do one now? Well, why right the second? A cappella. Oh, I'm not prepared. Oh. Uh, no, um, we'll play, well, we might play one maybe this week or next week. Yeah, maybe. We'll if see. We our feeling.
2: Um, so yeah, we're going to play one of John Dredge's songs. What's the name of the band? The Plimps. Well, this I think was a song
0: maybe he did as a solo artist because we we actually haven't managed to get the Plint stuff, the new Plint stuff yet, but we've got a song from the old old days which I really love. I
2: think it's got a good old beat to it. Yeah, Yep. yeah. No, he's he, he's very good. I, I, I he, because he, he was looking for a bass player at one point, wasn't he? And I had a little bit of conversation with him about potentially. Then he you realised you're rubbish and ignored your emails. Well, I wasn't sure if I defended him because because I knew him as a comedy guy. I sort of sent a message back saying, you know, I'd love to do something, some sort of comedy song. And then when his song came out and I heard it, I thought, it's a proper song. Oh, it's a proper song. It's a real song about real things. Do you know what it's called? Uh the one I've got is I'll tell you in a second, you keep talking, blah la, la 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 blah blah. What gone? You need to do better than that. All right. Oh, it's called Going Down. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. Well, it is. The one I've got is. Oh, well, you got the wrong the one, one then? No, the one he sent me. Oh. What are yeah. you getting involved for? See, what... I've been dealing with him. He's nothing to do with you. I thought we were going to play the other one. What? The one that I really like. Oh, wh- oh, yeah. Well, we could do that as well. Yeah. Or, right. well, no, it's not. You're getting two songs, John. John calm down, mate. Power right. of struggle already. Um, yeah, well, maybe we'll play that one then. Maybe uh, maybe John's decision, his artistic. Um license has been taken away from him and Daniel's just going to decide to play what he thinks about <laughs> yeah um, both, both good and what's the name of that one then Forgotten alright brilliant so we're going to play I Forgotten later on yeah um, while we're still trying to get set up here, we're absolute amateurs so in the meantime we're going to play another song to give me the chance to set my stuff up and this one this one I picked No, 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 no That's what I need to set up So you're going to have to listen to what I've picked Great Um, This one is a cover version of a Nirvana song Hmm. By a man called Lead Belly
3: In the pines, where the sun don't ever shine, I will you all night too. My girl, my girl, where will you go? I'm going where the cold wind blows. Where's that, baby? In the pines, in the pines, where the sun don't ever shine, Girl, don't you lie to me Tell me where did you sleep last night Come on and tell me something about it In the past, in the ponds, While the sun don't ever shine I wish you all night You shiver for me now in the shine
2: classic song there by Led Belly doing a cover of a great Nirvana song from the 1993 was it? the unplugged album Which obviously that was a joke because uh, Led Belly did the original and um, I think Nirvana did a great. Did it justice, and Daniel was back in the room. Yeah, just been for a wee. Yeah, um, that album was that was brilliant, wasn't it? That unplugged album. Yeah, I remember. I remember that time. It was a weird time of music. It was just uh, what I like about it, is sort of in hindsight and in retrospect, and hearing interviews about it, and hearing sort of all the kind of what was going on behind the scenes when it was being done. Was that he was obviously immensely nervous about that performance, because obviously they're not used to playing that way, Dave Grohl was known for being the loudest drummer on the planet and didn't know how to play more than one level, um, and they actually, there were some drumsticks that were just come out, and rather than brushes, because brushes were going to be too too light, too brushy, and they're like these canes that are kind of taped together, loads of, loads of little tiny canes and they're all taped together. Like bamboo, and, uh, yeah, like it, yeah, like bamboo, and um, and he kind of used them for the first time on that show, on that um, on that performance, and uh, whatever else after that came, if that makes any sense, was uh, was history. I think that was the best album they did, the unplugged one. No, all right, weren't well then? No, I changed my mind already. Well, uh, t- t- never mind, obviously, never mind. Is classic, but I love in All Most of those songs on there. There's a couple of w- ones that are a bit difficult to listen to because they're. Just noise, but that's um, some brilliant song but there's some, there are some cracking songs on there. Serve the servants and send this apprentice and stuff. In fact, <clears throat> that gives me an idea. And that's the hokey that's, cokey. We're going to have some of that in a little while. I think. I don't know what one we're going to have. What? But I'll probably be picking it because Daniel can't be trusted. Oh, thanks. So yeah, but um, what else? What's happened? What's been going on with you then? Well, I have been. Um, I gardening today. Yeah. That's
0: pretty pretty exciting. Uphill gardening? No. <laughs> um,
2: well, let's move along to another subject now. Yeah, let's move along to another subject. Um, do you know what I noticed the other day when I went into a garage? Yeah, petrol. I noticed petrol. Yeah, people, tills. Barbecues. Coffee. I noticed there were pool mags still for sale on the top shelf. Right. Why did you just pull that face? <laughs> you don't you want you don't want us to get kicked off air, right? I was I wasn't in the garage at the time, was I? No, you weren't oh, there. No, few. no, you were on the front. <laughs> uh but, but, but who's still buying them? Old people, people that haven't got the internet. It can only be that, can't it? Yeah. I, surely that is a dying industry, right? Or it's money laundering. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Could be because even like the even like the paid DVD world is like they're not earning the millions that they were earning back in the day are they well, it's all down to one man
0: i think as john ronson did a documentary about it that i think one guy who set up the i won't advertise the name of these companies but he set up the free um services on the internet and basically everyone overnight suddenly stopped making money it was a multi million dollar industry and then the youtube equivalent of that stuff came out and basically everyone started losing money left right and center Killed the industry in one go. One bloke's got all the money from it. He's got a apparently oh, he's got man. a swimming. He's got a, an aquarium that's so big a diver has to come in and
2: clean it. Oh yeah, did was that on Joe or something like that? I heard that. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, no. maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we, we need to be. We need to probably. We don't need to be quite so detailed about this sort of stuff. We need oh. to be really vague about it, really. Yeah. We, you know, just name names, or um, you know, actually do any or research facts. for the show. Yeah, who needs facts? Eh? Uh, scientists. Scientists, yeah, they need facts. Police. Police, yeah.
0: Um, Teachers, maybe. Yeah. What um,
2: songs that you'd have played at your funeral? Um, Well, before... before, Happy Happy Birthday. Before you pick one. Yeah. It's pointless, though, right? Well, you can't hear it, can you? I mean, it's... It's nice to think that you're sitting up there watching the funeral, just one last, you know, making so sure. So lazy, sitting, weren't you dead, and you're still sitting. Oh, yeah, no, I'd be sitting up on, like, a kind of a high ledge, just looking down, making sure that the people that need to be crying are crying enough, and those that didn't like me, that just went anyway to whatever, Just you know, I'd just be looking at them thinking, you. I'd be on a, be on a skateboard, you know, in there. bunny hopping clouds. Yeah. Is that what you'd be doing? Yeah, but how would you be? How would you be listening to the tunes you picked? Oh, bother. Funeral? So, if you could pick one, what would it be? Probably, it would be
0: the song by John Dredge.
2: What? That was almost a cue for me to play that there and then. Yeah. Well, what, what an idiot! I missed that point, didn't I? Oh well. What would you have played at your funeral? This. What. Mm.
4: That my success Made a mess of me This success is my sickness Call emergency Will I drown?
2: The Plimps yes, John Dredge. Thank you very much for that. Um, he's got another one. Um, what was that one called? That was called "Going Down." Um, John's just kind of put. I don't know how many songs he's recorded. He's put together kind of like an album of EP, I think, an EP of tracks. Um, you can find John Dredge. Is it at John Dredge? Or is it at Dredge? Let's find him. This is what this show's all about. It's about research. the fact that we do no research. We don't find anything out. Um, and we're just going to find that out right now. So I nice. fell asleep before I got here. I thought you were going to say during John's track. Then No. That was a bit out of I nice was dancing. He is. and So yeah, it is. It's at John Dredge. It's J-O-H-N-D-R-E-D-G-E. Follow him on Twitter and uh, thank or, him for that song. Or follow him around the streets. Follow him around the streets. Spying on him. He lives in the London area somewhere. You'll find no, him. No, he don't. Yeah, I think he does. Lives in England. Yeah, definitely lives in England. Um, and so yeah, thanks for that, John. Um, and no doubt we'll be playing some more of your stuff in the future. Won't we? That was a little bit of dead air then. I had to carry on talking. So I was talking nonsense. At, have you ever seen a ghost? Have I ever seen a ghost? Yeah. No. I thought I felt one once. But you did. Yeah. Um, Any excuse to... Well, I felt an unnatural draft is what I felt. What? Like a really tall animal... With five legs No I said draft I said draft Didn't I Uh. Uh, Yeah I was laying in bed One night And One night One night And uh, I was laying there And I was just at that point Of going to sleep This is why I sort of I'm still sceptical Because I was kind of Just about I might well have been At the point of sleep Into a dream More than likely But there was this huge gust of wind That went right across The tip of my nose And it was You shouldn't have fed that curry To your wife Very weird Yeah I shouldn't have done really Um, But it was strange Yeah it was very odd, but that's the closest I've come to a ghost. You? Well, I
0: was once walking through a graveyard and this vampire jumped out and bit me on the neck. Right. But I might have been dreaming.
2: While she was walking through the, or was it all a dream? Well... Sounds like a terrible film. When I woke up, I... (laughs) I <laughs> <laughs> oh no! My, my pillow was gone. Was
0: that giant marshmallow?
2: No, I'm not uh, dream. You're getting, your, you're getting your jokes mixed up. You're getting your dreams mixed up. You get out, out. shake it all <laughs> out. Do the jokey-cokey and you turn around. That's oh. what a vampires about. I wish my sidekick was sidekick was less sidekick. stupid sidekick I bet you do what are you anyway are you like what my assistant you're definitely not the producer you've done naff all towards this show I'm like apart your. Being
0: here I'm like your spiritual guru is that what you are but sort of not spiritual or in any way influencing you whatsoever in no way get offering me any teachings
2: apart from one what was that i do shoelaces up <laughs> You're certainly not teaching me how to construct a conversation without turning into an idiot. <laughs> Thanks a lot. That's all right. I've got GCSE and Lego. Lego?
0: I'm not holding on to you. <laughs> oh, man. This is going to be painful. I yeah. Well, you are just on a more comfy seat. Yeah. So, um, what else then? Well, have you seen any good films recently? <laughs> Because I have. Uh, have you? Well, well have right. you seen it? It's not a film. I've been watching it on Netflix. Yeah. Wild, Wild Country. And it's about this, speaking of gurus, guru called Osho, Osho who's actually, I've seen some of his stuff on YouTube before, and um, he's actually quite funny. Oh, oh, yeah. Some of the lectures he's given, he's quite sort of a bit different than your usual madman in a robe. Um, quite, sometimes he swears. He's f- <laughs> sort of. Um, Couldn't come on he's this got, show then. has got the Indian mysticism, but mixed with sort of Western silliness and this is all set in the 80s where he had um he had a sort of set up in India as it was an ashram and then they basically moved to America in i think Oregon and they bought, built they bought this ranch it was about i think 100 square miles or something and they end up building this they tried to build a city there with all their followers and the whole documentary on netflix is six parts about how all the local residents and this ashram stroke city kind of uh, got into conflict with each other and it is mind blowing it is absolutely nuts they were building runways they had like their own airport there um they basically terraformed this desert into sort of greenery. They had organic farming going on. But his secretary was running it all, and she was sort of quite um, quite a powerful figure in this in this unit. And it's basically the rise and downfall of this whole thing. It's absolutely amazing. I suggest anyone go and watch it because it's absolutely brilliant. There's some terrifying moments. They end up getting weapons, and it all goes completely crazy. It's got any dragons in it?
2: Not yet. I've not watched the last one, so the dragons are my here. You know, you know what I think about dragons. Yeah, that film sounds great. Which one? The one you were just talking about that I wasn't listening to at all. Oh, thanks a lot. No, it sounds better. When I listen to back in the podcast, hopefully, it will make a well, lot of sense. would you ever join a cult? And if so, what kind would you join? Um, would I ever join a cult? Um, I've often thought it would be be great if you could just move off grid and live in some sort of commune. I mean, just to completely like detach yourself from your reality and normality. And you probably have five stuff.
0: years of all rightness, and then the cracks would start appearing. I don't and, know. And the borders and the 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 outside world all their problems would start resurfacing after everyone got used to it and started wanting a bit different stuff and then within 10 years it'll be killing each other
2: the problem with me is every time I go anywhere away from where I am your followers I want to move there oh if ever I go on holiday what about when you went to the dump the other day no apart from that but if ever I go and stay anywhere if I go on holiday anywhere I just think oh I'd love to live here so I think it must just mean that I just don't like living where I live but or that I just you know you call it his lever go to Dubai. Well, God, don't. So should we tell this story? Yeah, God, that's just you know. So today I was offered to go to Dubai for six months <laughs> to play, stop to play four forty-five minute sets per evening, six nights a week for a decent sum of money, tax-free. Flights, accommodation, visas, use of full use of the Hotel Laminis, which I should imagine, in Dubai. It's probably going to be a pretty decent hotel. Um, and uh, all I had to do was reply to this email and say, yes, go and record a promo in Birmingham. And then it was pretty much in the bag. But no, I'm married. I've got children. I've got a job. And I have to stay behind. So... So here's the message to all you out there. Got me. Give up your dreams. Don't get married. Either, either give up your dreams or don't get married, don't have children, and uh, keep searching for your dreams. Yeah, they're somewhere. There must be. in Me in an alternate universe is, on, is whenever, on that plane. Whenever I get close to my dreams, I'm always asleep. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Never helps. No, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. But, I mean, the only thing that's going to save me now is, well tablet something that looks like an accident <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean where's uh, let's be hypothetical for a second how How'd you do that let's just say tragically and I wouldn't wish this on anyone but let's just say tragically my family did have an accident and were tragically killed yeah well, do I just be tragically killed? I can't be should be Well, because it, tra- it would be tragic. Killed. I wouldn't be happy about it. I mean... Yeah, but you'd be going to Dubai. Think about the... Right, pros. Okay? okay. Pros. No, let's go cons first. Family's right. died. It's devastating. Love them to pieces. They've been around for a while. You sort of get to know them, don't you? You kind of get to know them. You yeah. know their names. You know their names. Sometimes you know their birthdays. One of them does quite a lot around the house. Yeah. Two of them are a little bit annoying, a little bit dependent. But overall, you know, you kind of love them to, love them to bits, really. So that's, that's, that, that would be sad. Pros. So, first of all, you'd get to reap the rewards of the sympathy from everybody. So you'd be, you know, you, it wouldn't be your fault, would it? Well, wouldn't it depends. Your, until the police found out. You get their insured. Well, my wife's insured. So you get a payout on the insurance. So you'd be financially secure. You could go to Dubai for six months in the sun. I mean, pros and cons. I've only got one con, haven't I? well it's that, a big one yeah bob
0: you might go to prison oh you the one that she no, said i it? haven't oh, killed him sorry.
2: no 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 it's a turn of fate that's the that's the beauty of it oh, is that no. it's nothing to do with me it's uh, uh, once you get over that initial horridness and you you occasionally remember them, and you occasionally go to their little memorial wherever it is after that it's plain sailing true we're well,
0: quite hot out there though you might end up hating the weather and then you'd be like, oh,
2: God, oh, that God I wish I had a family again. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, perhaps I can stay them. All right, well, this next track is... is, it, is it one of mine? No. Oh, all right. yeah, all right, all right, all right, right, all right, we'll do one of yours. This one's one of Daniel's. Is it Gloria? No. Oh. Do you want that one? Yeah. You can have that one. Cool. All right, let's load that one into the old virtual DJ, now that I'm a bit of a dab and all this malarkey. He, um, he is virtually a DJ. Right, we're going to cue quite. that back to the zero because that's what we do. We're going to hover that over the play button. We're going to turn that up. You're going to introduce this track? This, I don't know who sings it, but There's it's a, Laura Brannigan. Laura
0: Brannigan. But I was. I've heard this song loads as a kid. I heard it the other day. I think I was watching I, Tonya, and uh, it kind of set the song in a different light. It actually sounds quite tragic when you listen to the lyrics, but it's got a bit of a punch to it. It makes me want to get up and do the old wriggly, diggly dance
2: step. so I tell you what I thought of when I first heard it? You, what an idiot I am for picking it. Awful 80s um, f- moment in a film where... You're, 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 everything's against you, and now you're. And trying then you to win. you trying to work your way out of it, which is good. Don't get me wrong, but sums up now. <laughs> there's a lot of those songs, and only some of them stick out. Obviously, Eye of the Tiger is one of them. Yeah. There's no easy way out. This is like a bit like Eye of the Tiger, but better you reckon no alright well we'll see about that we'll let the uh, we'll let the listeners uh, decide on that one um, feel free to text in email in tweet in on at hazy79 at muggy, muggy bonehead just got a duh what, what you got it. I'll in a minute when we're off All right. The wife's left you. Yeah. She didn't to get the
5: village. All
2: right, well, we're about to play this track then. So, this is Laura Brannigan and Gloria from 1982. Listen to some crap rock from the 80s. Uh, explaining yourself?
0: Well, it's alright, that. I, I was on YouTube today looking at stuff, as, you know, and um, the original song is an Italian version. It's pretty saucy, but this version, when I was uh, looking at the lyrics and thinking about the song, it's actually quite sad,
2: really. she's She
0: seems to be in a state of absolute panic and delusion, this woman singing this song.
2: Yeah, don't you think you could do that with any song while I was singing that? Because you sent me the email with the lyrics and I have read the lyrics and I was thinking, well... Yeah, but if you read any lyrics that you see in a bit of a voice, a bit of a. In a bit of a voice? In a bit of a. Well, like a bit of a kind of. Gloria, you're always on the run now. Yeah. Running after somebody. You've got to get him somehow. Yeah. Well, I could do that with anything. I'm going to do that in a minute. You do I it to make like it sound really mysterious. Go on then. Oh, do, do, a, do one of your songs. Oh. <laughs> Let's kind of psychoanalyse you. Fool, yeah, that's a fair point. That's the only trouble with writing songs is when you criticize oh, other people. Oh, listen to him, that's the only trouble with writing songs. <laughs> oh, what hard life I've got. <laughs> No, but what I mean is, is it, uh, The second I critique other people's songs It's like, woo woo you couldn't do better Or, uh, you're not on top of the pops well, <laughs> The right songs must be well easy It's just loads of words put
0: together Basically. That sort of rhyme Yeah, well, you could say the same about drawing You <laughs> <laughs> could, but it wouldn't anyone, be right Anyone can scribble on a bit of paper <laughs> Yeah, exactly Colour it in all day i like to see you try, or oh, I have <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, um, yeah, that's not for me That's a no from me, uh, so no, from me, Daniel I don't, There's no Scottish people on X-Factor, I don't know what I'm doing There is Who then? Singers Oh, yeah, brilliant Cheers um, But there's a bit of a
0: dark secret to that song as well Which I've just found out um, One of our researchers found out that Actually that song was translated by Jonathan King So I don't think we should play it again Fantastic Yeah, and he's a bit of a slimebag naughty boy That should really be not be getting any royalties no, so not we won't really. play that again no let's not
2: No. Um, I've got a song that I want to play in a little while what is it And it's from probably one of my most favouritest albums in the whole wide world oh is it take that is it <laughs> Boyzone no. Black Backstreet Boys no um, this song is by a man who I really admire oh I haven't made any songs
0: what? I haven't made any albums.
2: <laughs> no, the other person I really admire.
0: Oh, Jesus!
2: He gets a bit of a bad rap because he's a bit dad rock. What MC Hammer? No, he's got bad rap. We're talking about Mr. Eric Clapton, oh, and right. as soon as I say that, I even saying those words, it's I boring, know exactly. Boring. boring. He yeah. does songs that are boring. <laughs> boring. <laughs> All right. We're well, thinking of a Laura Brannigan song in a minute. Then. Well,
0: this has got this. Well, no, go on, carry on. Yeah. I see. Oh, so, I, can't, I can't defend that song ever again.
2: No, no, you can't It was good in I, Tonya You've dragged this show into the mire now Thanks for that Thanks a lot Thanks a lot And uh, bear in mind, I was editing some stuff together earlier on Yeah And there might have been something in there That might have had a little clip from Jimmy Savile Yeah, and I told
0: you not (laughs) to put it in, didn't I?
2: (laughs) Yeah, you didn't tell me not to play the Jonathan King song though, did you? Thanks Oh, Entertainment USA So anyway, this album um, is the album that's essentially inspired by uh, Mrs. Patty Boyd um, Because as you may or may not know uh, Mr. Eric Clapton stole the wife of Mr. John George Harrison. Stealer, I think she was complicit.
0: And she went well, in a bag in a shop, and he just r- rustled up and pulled her and walked
2: out past security. And in Venice, suspicious. Um, in fairness, Mr. Um, Mr. Harrison was pretty. Uh, he was pretty humble in the whole thing, wasn't he? He pretty well, much said, uh, he, "Take her." Not being funny, but he could have had any old bird. So he wasn't one for uh, material things, or no.
0: He, I like George Harrison, my favourite Beatle, apart from John Lennon. <laughs> uh,
2: do you think the wrong two Beatles died? That, what kind of question is that, you cruel man? Well, no, I'm, I... Well, all I'm saying is, is I lo- and I love McCartney, McCartney is... McCartney's already dead, apparently. McCartney is such a... Yeah, true. Yeah, true. i got uh, for the, the Illuminati So, technically, the worst Beatle still alive, he's the only one still alive. But Ringo is lovely. He is, he is, he is. Although I did see him on uh, Michael Aspel with George Harrison once, and he had to have been... Chemically charged. He was. He was hard work. He was hard watching. Was he? Was he? Hard work. Yeah. He was. He was hard watching that. But um, so anyway. Uh, yeah. Eric Clapton. He he basically spent two years as a heroin addict, uh, to- locked up in his mansion with some some woman who he didn't really care for because he was so lovesick for um, for Patty Boyd. And. Uh, um, I can't remember the exact timeline of it because obviously we do no research on this show but I should know it because he is my favorite he's not still with Playboy, Boy, does he no he's not no he, he um he, he he sort of talks about it afterwards as being more of an infatuation and maybe the alcohol that he because he he kind of swapped heroin for alcohol and and cocaine and whatever else and uh, so anyway when he f- he basically started writing these songs he played Layla to um uh, to Patty Which is on this album Which is the title Track of this album She swooned She loved it Said it was the most amazing song In the world Apart from something Which was written by, <laughs> Which was written by George said about her um, But what I love about this album is yeah, I think it was recorded in Mystique What's that? In a studio In like the Caribbean Oh right And, um, and uh, uh, For me I listen to this album and I can smell the room. It's like you can you can feel it. You know you can. I just picture and it, and to me it's just. What, what does the room smell of? It's just. Oh, I don't, it smells of old amps and guitars and oh, and that, that a bit smoky and like stale smoke and. Um probably sort of remnants of heroin <laughs> yeah <laughs> my favourite the whiff of, the whiff of heroin yeah um, but they're just, just yeah I mean apparently it was a nightmare to record and the engineer hated doing it because Clapton was a, was a mess at the time um, it must be quite tragic watching
0: someone that great like recording something brilliant but seeing them tired and sort of shattered
2: yeah what what um, what what it's kind of what it kind of proves to me is that um, well, it proves to me that heroin writes some great songs. <laughs> we got a lot to, we, you know, it's not good. We don't condone it, kids, but, but um, the, it's, the it's responsible a lot, for a hell of a lot of good stuff. A lot of these
0: people that did that. The kickback was the next decade where they wrote some terrible
2: stuff. Well, that was the cocaine years, wasn't it? That yeah. was when it would just become aggressive and, you know, do you think I'm sexy, Mr. Rod Stewart? That's and all a good that song. That, what
0: are you know? on about? That's my anthem. When I walk down the street, I play that on a on a stereo so all the ladies can see me walking all sexily.
2: I reckon Gloria by Laura Branigan was written <laughs> on a massive coke binge, to be honest. <laughs> Probably. But, um, so anyway, um, this song is actually a cover and I believe it's a Freddie King cover. Um, but it's a song called... Have you ever loved a woman? Now it is blues. I have. Just it is blues, but not only the voice. The voice basically it sounds like his soul's pouring out. But the guitar solos in it is just you can. It is a, it is an extension of him coming out of his fingers, and uh, it it blows me away every time. And w- with that in my mind as well. It just adds to the the beauty of it. So I'm going to let you hear it all. I'm going to turn down your mic down so you can't ruin it. Shut up. And uh, we'll see you in a sec.
6: Love that woman. Yes, so much, it's a shame of sin.
1: show off the fool and this is the kind of place you'd expect to find me come on, come on. but no one expects to find me here it seems too ordinary but that pool is deep the boy is showing off the bank is slippery man bonnet, man bonnet. the show-offs are easy but the unwary ones are easiest too this branch is weak It'll never take his way. Only a fool would ignore this. But there's one born every minute. Under the water there are traps, old cars, bedsteads, weeds, hidden depths. It's the perfect place for an accident. Sensible children. I have no power over
7: them. Oi, mate, that's a stupid place to swim. Hey, go over and get that thing to wrap him in. You don't have to feel cold, mate. i you you in Ew, I I'll be
1: back. It's my it's my bones. Imagine this is your car, then this is a motorcycle. Now, when you drive up to a main road, it's easy to see other cars, but because a motorcycle is a third of the width of a car, he's very hard to see, but he's dead easy to hurt. Nasty. And that's why, at junctions, I'm asking you to give a second thought for bikes. Stop. Think once for cars, hold it, then think again for bikes. If you want to avoid this, think once, think twice, think bike. It's manbone, it's Hi there. Uh-oh, this looks dangerous. Will they see that car? think I better have a word with those two. That wasn't very clever, was it? If you'd been looking and listening all the way across, that wouldn't have happened. That's better. Remember, always use the Green Cross Code, because I won't be there when you cross the road. Here's how to remember the Green Cross Code. First, find a safe place to cross, then stop. Stand on the pavement near the curb. Look all round for traffic and listen. If traffic is coming, let it pass. When there is no traffic near, walk straight across the road. Keep looking and listening for traffic while you cross. Stay. Hey! Well, now we'll all remember the green cross code and use it. Splink! Smuggy bones. smuggy bones.
2: Well, they sure know how to uh, scare you and the old public service announcements, didn't they? Yeah, so hope hopefully you all uh, took heed to such information and you won't be in danger now. Stay away from ponds. Yep. Clunk, click. Oh, no, that wasn't on there because I had to take that one off because that had Jimmy Savile in it. Yeah, we don't want him on it. We can't have him on here, I'm afraid. Horrible, man. Because of, um, of past uh, crimes, as it were. Um, we're going to play another song, which, uh, well, if you don't love it, then... Um, you're a fool. You're a fool and an idiot. So, um Where, it is. where were you?
4: Just a good old boy Never meaning no harm We all you never saw men in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curve, yeah. climbing the hills Someday the mountain Might get up But the
3: law never will
4: Making their way the only
2: Ye hiring it all the way to the bank Back in the days when you could have a confederate fag Painted on the roof of your car and, and do jumps to get away from cops Get away from the cops, yeah, that was when that was allowed
0: um, That was a beautiful car though oh, I loved that car It was great, wasn't it? That oh. orange, it was a lovely orange You don't get much better orange than that No, no, an old daisy
2: oh. Phew. And, Phew. and What's his name The copper Sheriff Pete Yeah, I can't remember I was too young I just remember A period in my life Maybe seven, eight, nine, Something like that When it was That was I loved that And I had the car And it was just Yeah I had magical. the magic cars I had the little one
0: And the slightly bigger one In
2: different stages
0: of my life Yeah I Wrecked them Because I used to make little ramps For them and smash them throw them out of windows And all sorts
2: Yeah yeah no, good times, good times. You know, God, those, those days, eh? Um, we need to give a shout out to uh, Mister Stupot Stuart Bailey, who um, he, he introduced us to this station. Well, actually, we've got a bit of history with this station, haven't we? We 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 had a few appearances on it back maybe before the station closed down
0: many years ago, and they got re did it get crowdfunded to come back yeah, on air, didn't it? I think so. Yeah, um, we've,
2: we've always liked radio, haven't we? And ah oh, yeah, I love that. I think you've you've um, You've opened my eyes to it a lot more Certainly recently and I um, I didn't realise the power of it because the, the speech radio type of side of things, I never really I just, it just was off my radar and I think speech radio was my Beatles growing up I think
0: well the, the thing I started when I first started listening to the radio was when I was a kid and I'd, my mum and dad went away to Brighton one weekend, apparently where when my, my sister was conceived and um, back in <laughs> the 70s they went on a, on a weekend away and they brought me back a radio, transistor radio and I remember tuning in the police stations that you sometimes pick up the the police on the radio I think it was right at the end of the bandwidth and you'd hear the cops talking and I was obsessed with that and also I would put on the um the Shipping Forecast. If, do you remember the Shipping co- Forecast?
2: Oh, I know of it. I remember when you brought it up before when we did a podcast. I just it, thought it was it's ridiculous. Qu- it's quite relaxing. It,
0: they say these nonsense words. the Four socks east, 25. Uh, banana skins, apple, four. And it was just going like that
2: for ages. Yeah, you've you've definitely opened my eyes. And, and, and uh, obviously um, our mutual love of the Ian Lee show has opened my eyes to that psychedelic street you know when 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 you hear stuff on the radio and and it makes you go what and that's as beautiful as as well, it's more—it's ten times more beautiful than the than the standard, you know. Hey, there DJ stuff, you know. Hey, there, there's a lovely track there, which I'd love. That to, was uh,
0: Salamine Lotion with their greatest hits from the 1850s. Uh,
2: that's the one. Yeah. Yes, and um, it's just yeah. There's something magical about um, and one, one of the things I particularly love about the In Lee show is um, there's, there's there's silence. There is dead air, which is the absolute no-no, and it's you become enthralled in it, you know, if you're sitting there on your own in the dark, you know, before you go to bed and you've got your hear- earphones Or in. even at work on a podcast, listening to it on a podcast.
0: There'll be moments you'll be gut laughing and then crying within the same show, mystifying moments of magic. But it all went back. I mean, this sort of genre of radio went back sort of when talk radio first opened up back in the 90s and you had I remember this guy called Caesar the Geezer came on the radio and I remember one of his shows was about a comet was going to hit the moon and we all might die and it was kind of before these sort of uh, rules were set in motion to stop Basically lying to the audience so they'd be terrified. But I remember being really interested in this this guy Caesar the geezer, and then this guy Tommy Boyd came on the radio who was like a Socratic philosopher. Yeah, that was he could set an argument up with anybody, and he was so knowledgeable. He he used to be on uh, children's TV. He was brilliant. He was the best children presenter there ever was. And his shows were just legendary. I mean, there's, there's phone calls. I, I will go back on YouTube and re-listen to some of those calls. he had this thing called The Wonderful Hour. And I remember this one, uh, this one moment he was talking about. This old lady, she dropped her purse and all her money spilled out everywhere. And she only just had enough to pay for her shopping. And when everyone collected the money up, she had double the money back. And I remember people ringing up saying they're in tears listening to this phone call of sort of such generosity and also have the human zoo where people would just ring up and just be talk nonsense straight to air just it was like the comedy could come from the audience for the first time ever where before radio was kind of strict it was the presenter it was the god and the audience was the listeners where now that kind of what they call it breaking the breaking the fourth wall is it they call it well, when the audience started becoming the show and now that's evolved into to shows like the Ian Lee Show and stuff like that. And you know, I remember James Well back in back in the old days. It was like the internet before the internet. You know, you'd have stuff about aliens, ghosts, conspiracies, all these things that you'd have to go to a library to, to kind of find out about. And you had to have the, uh, interesting guests that you'd never hear about before and I think radio is beautiful it's a really good
2: medium I'm a total convert and like now um, you know the idea of me, um, I used to go to bed with the TV on and the idea of me did it fit? <laughs> the idea of me going to bed now and not listening to the radio, particularly the Ian Lee show I mean, he's he's essentially become a, a voice of my conscience for for God knows how long because I just you know I, I can't get enough of it. I um, thought I was that. Well, yeah. When 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 you're not doing it, he's doing it. Pardon. Um, but <laughs> but um, yeah, I just I, I yeah now I, I get it, totally get it. And um, what what I love about that show in particular, and funny, it's funny because my memories of Tommy Boyd were when I was working in a shop in Ilford in a furniture shop and the guy who used to put the furniture together at the back of the, at the back of the workshop um, used to have talk radio on and he'd have Tommy Boyd on and I would only catch snippets of it and only being a 15 year old kid, I just remember this really cantankerous argumentative bloke and I just thought he was a bit of a dick. Um, but now I understand. And it's funny because I'm, 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 I'm kind of reverse listening. So actually this Tommy Boyd fella is doing the stuff that Ian Lee does when actually I guess kind of I guess he probably takes quite a lot of inspiration from you know the the inspiration comes from the other way around I guess to a degree Um, and and amongst others but um, yeah there's something really special about um, about that show, in particular, for me, the, the, the Ian Lee show every night, because, as you said, you're on a roller coaster. You you literally go from um, someone phoning up and being an idiot and just hanging up after saying a silly word or pretending to be Nelson, <laughs> and then and then you get somebody phoning up and. Virtually suicidal, and telling you that you know that, and, and and he's got such a way, such a way of 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 getting that out of the listeners, and 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 almost like a sixth sense of understanding. This might be going a certain way, but I'm going to take it where I think it is supposed to be going, and that is, uh, is just craft. It's, it's a fine art. It's a we've got
0: podcasts now. You, you, I mean, I, I I'm a gardener and. I've got an iPod. No. <laughs> I've got an iPod, and I will listen to people talking all day from you know from nine o'clock till five o'clock. I've got people talking in my ears. I've, I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, uh, Adam Buxton, um, Duncan Trussell, um, Mark Hamod, the, the film review show, and it's delightful. My day is just it's fun you know it makes the monotony of going to work I mean not many people get this, this the luxury of what I've got where you know I, I'm out in, you know, on my own uh, digging holes and Building things and stuff. Yeah, you can where, you can control what goes into your head. Yeah, and it's uh, and I learn it. I'm learning all the time. You know, you could listen to podcasts about scientists or relations or history. I mean, Daniel bolelli does a brilliant podcast about Dan Carlin and Dan Carlin as well um, the, about history. Hmm. Um, the the one about the Mongols, the Mongol invasion. Oh my God, the stuff you never know about. I mean, you'd have to research for hours and hours in, in books. And I'm not a great reader, you know, no. I, especially now nowadays i used to read books a lot and and i think because of things like the phones and internet that part of my attention has sort of waned uh, a lot and i can substitute that now by pressing play on an ipod and i can learn stuff that i'd never know about my,
2: my horizons have been expanded Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I. I definitely. Um. Uh, the only. The only. The only downside to listening to podcasts and talk radio is that it prevents or it's. It stopped me listening to music for a long time. Um, and but then again, the other the the, the flip side of that is is that. Now I've kind of rediscovered music again recently, and um, I, I'm, a, I'm a big proponent of Spotify. I think it's awful for artists. I think it's terrible. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of sucking the life out of the the art in terms. Well, if you want to monetize the art, it's sucking the life out of it, and it's stopping sort of artists from from making a decent living. Otherwise one of the reasons. Um, but what I do like about Spotify is that um, well, I like the I like the suggestions that it offers. So it offers suggestions based on the stuff that you listen to. Um, well, you're always throwing songs at me that you've discovered that you'd
0: never found out. Yeah, they call it they call it Discover Weekly. That's exactly what it is. And uh, Sometimes I like them.
2: <laughs> There's only one problem with Discover Weekly, and that's that my kids are um, also using my Spotify. and so You, had to, Dis- tell
0: them, you had to tell them not to go on it tonight in case they pressed uh, Spotify on their end. Of the no, because we don't use Spotify for this show, do we? No.
2: <laughs> no. no. <laughs> because um, we but, don't. We, yeah, we're not sure if the licensing is okay for that, so we definitely don't use that. But
0: why would you, anyway, when you've got all these CDs? All these CDs got CDs stacked I've got up. surrounded by me. Yeah, so, God, yeah don't
2: knock them over. No, sure, cool. all these CDs here. But no, um, uh, yeah, the problem is that my Discover Weekly now is uh, occasionally filled with Justin Bieber and... Um, uh, taylor swift
0: and, and then they come so. along and put stuff like eric Clapton on it
2: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so um but luckily actually my kids have got a pretty decent pretty decent taste in music you've forced it on them probably well you've got to haven't you you've i mean uh,
0: what that song i had the other day um called gondry as a i think it, a, it might be japanese i don't know yeah I can't, well, I, read, so. I can't read that kind of writing but i presume it's something like that it's it in be korean or japanese yeah it's a beautiful song, isn't it? Most of it's sung in its own dialect, and then it kind of goes into English. It's a lovely song. You've got that queued up. It's good job, I've got it queued up. Well, have a listen to this. It's beautiful. It's a lovely song. It-
2: that one beautiful that was alright that one yeah Yeah. well done it's got a good video as well it's not a bad hit rate is it mm, what do you mean well there's one song that I've liked of yours so far. two what one the one that we th- haven't played yet yeah that as a pretty uh, song oh yeah I'm going to probably like that one actually that's a, good, that's a good point. Um, we're not going to tell you what it is yet. No, it's amazing. No, it's all right. It's totally amazing. It's we're going to do, do a little, um, we're, we're going to try a little feature. We're not going to try to get too feature heavy on this show because we like to be a little bit off the cuff and a bit crazy. But he's trying I mean? to do radio. So, guys, we've got coming up some lovely features for you and uh, sit tight because it's going to be amazing. Yeah, amazing. Hey, everything's amazing. Everything is amazing. Yeah. Um, no, uh, what we're going to do is uh, Daniel is going to pick a song from a band that or an artist that he hates, and I'm going to pick a song by a band or an artist that I hate, but a song that I like. And yeah. as it happens. I really like the artist that you've chosen, and you really like the artist that I've chosen, haven't you? Well, the artist you've you? chosen was a very big turning point in my life, and do you want me to tell you how a it turned on? Um, no, let's uh, let's let's make it a surprise, I guess, because that's how radio works. Boom. Surprises, yeah, um, it's like Christmas. Yeah, so uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to keep that up every week, but we'll try. Well, I mean, take your Viagra. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, what have we got lined up for you next? I don't know what we've got. Well, we're not going to put a song in now, are we? No. Should we go to some adverts?
0: Yeah. Um, did you, this station was set up in 1970. Oh, and the rest. 1960.
2: 60-something. We found a cupboard with the old adverts in. So um, we better go to them because otherwise we won't get any money, I suppose. Yeah, we want to be rich. Depending
1: on how you drive and your car's condition, you can get incredible mileage from the Goodyear Custom Wide Tread Polyglass Tire. I've got 32,000 miles on my tires. I've got 41,000 miles on my polyglass. But polyglass means more than mileage when your wife has to drive alone. at the wheel polyglass means more than mileage
7: I can't type I don't take dictation I won't sharpen pencil I can't file my boss calls me indispensable Miss Jones just a minute
3: will you make a copy of this
7: naturally on the Xerox 914. I make perfect copies of whatever my boss needs by just turning a knob and pushing a button. Anything he can see, I can copy in black and white on ordinary paper. And am I fast. I can make seven copies a minute. By the way, I never need wet chemicals. My 914 is a dry machine. Powder dry. Sometimes my boss asks me which is the original, and sometimes I don't know. Here, Mr. Smith, I'm going to lunch with Mother.
2: No, I need sixties commercials there. Disgraceful. Back in the days when your white male privilege was never questioned, and you could just flaunt it and show off your plumage. <laughs> I wouldn't like to see your plumage. No, no you probably wouldn't. Um, well, that was a joke, obviously. We um, Was it? <laughs> not for you. For me, Daniel, because I'm very um, progressive, so um, I don't believe in all that sort of stuff that you believe in, so... No, uh, yeah, we we're we're gonna try and find loads of stuff like that, loads of funny stuff that we find on the internet, on t- internet and on YouTube and we're gonna nick the 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 audio and we're gonna play it on the radio. So there. Yeah. Aren't the old days rubbish? Apart yeah. from when you think back and how good life was with you younger. Yeah, nostalgia and beautiful thing really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, frustrating thing, isn't it? When was the last time you were happy? Oh when I was younger. When? Um then.
0: Remember eating some cheese and onion rolls with crisps, cheese and onion crisps in them.
2: Or French fries. It was the sauce French fries in front of the telly? That was nice. Right. Uh, I remember BMXing about all over the gaff And um, going around my mate, Carl Waskew's house Probably shouldn't mention his name but BMX not, boys have a lot of fun In the streets, eating pog pies and salad cream Or if his mum didn't have salad cream We'd have brown sauce, but that wasn't as nice Brown sauce, brown sauce Get it while it's hot No, you don't have it hot You have No don't you cook your brown sauce? Yeah, do you, oh, here's a question for you. Do you ever warm up a scotch egg? I don't eat scotch eggs. I've never eaten a scotch egg in my life. No, I o- hate boiled eggs. No, it makes me feel old, sick. It's organic. Oh, I haven't got, a microwave. <laughs> I haven't got Daniel, a microwave. Daniel hasn't got a microwave because he doesn't believe in the radioactive man. No, because I like cooking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did a, cavemen didn't get laser computers to cook their mammoths, did they?
2: No, they didn't have an oven either, did they? Yeah. I don't see you rubbing sticks together in your garden, eating ho- hog roasts I that you've see. just hunted in the woods. I do rub sticks in the garden. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> that's, that's only when you <laughs> want to start at home. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what we do. Childish, pathetic. You know um, this thing on here that apparently is not accurate? What? Well, this thing that tells us how many listeners we've got that apparently is not accurate, and there's another one that's more accurate somewhere else that always says more on it. What, the one with the lower numbers? Yeah. Well, this one's gone down two, so we've lost two. Oh, according no. According to this. I have never died. Yeah. Well, Might be your not. wife. <laughs> Kids. <laughs> you never know, you're lucky. You buy here we come. Yeah, so. Um, I, I've got something else to uh, thank on Mr. Ian Lee for, because... Um, He's always introducing excellent music to um, by you know I don't know how does he get away with that? He obviously plays it on his talk show. I guess I don't know. Does he does it just slip through the net or what? Because it is a talk radio. do have
0: nets in talk
2: radio? It's not Apple. No. No. Well, I can't.
0: <laughs>
2: yes. We'll move swiftly on from the nets at Apple in China. Um, he introduced uh, his listeners to a guy called Loudon Wainwright. Now I'm a pretty amazed that he. This guy passed me by I, I was well aware of Rufus And To a lesser extent His daughter Who is called Martha Barbara um, But Loudon Is He's got What we saw Louder <laughs> Loudon Has got Relentless uh, Albums He's got um, I think they span From about 1960 69 up until present Day he's still going um, And this one album I was actually looking for the album That um, uh, that Had the track on it that Ian had played on his Show <clears throat> But happened Upon this one by accident because I kind of was looking at the rough Era of when it came out anyway I found this song um, it's called That Hospital and There's a bit of me that wants people to just listen to it and um, work out the... Yeah, I do, actually. There's a bit of me that wants you to hear it um, and work out all the lyrics about yourself, but I want to sort of nudge you in the right direction because um, it took about three or four listens for the whole thing to have an impact. And if you are listening to this through headphones, on your own, in the dark, and you can get into where this song is coming from, it is simply beautiful. Um, It's called That Hospital, and basically every verse in the song... Refers to a memory he has of that hospital. What hospital? What? Why was he in hospital? It's the. It's so. So every kind of verse is kind of there's some happy memories and there's some obviously some sad memories um and each verse kind of just lets you know about so the first time he remembers that hospital and i and I, and I emphasize the word that because it is to me it's it's that hospital up there that that place up there it's almost kind of like looming over you, you know um so i'm gonna play this it's, uh, it's uh, it is a simply beautiful track and i was driving along on about the second or third time listening to it and I was trying to introduce my, my wife and my kids to it and uh, it was like suddenly dawned on me the, the real true meaning of the song and I was almost in tears I had to actually fight it back being the tough old dad that I, uh, I claim to be um, but yeah it's a stunning song so please listen, enjoy it, shut up and get on with it
8: Bucky Herdman paddleballing me. Drank two cases of beer one night, the VW hit a tree. Bucky wound up in the emergency room, this was 64-5. Well, I hear is living in Florida now, lucky to be alive. Oh, that hospital. that hospital Now well, my dad freaked out and he wound up there one Christmas way back when I remember going to see him he was my age now back then I kept staring out of that window I could not look in his face He said I home for Christmas, son, you're gonna have to take my place at hospital, gonna stay there a wife was having a D&C But in the end she couldn't go through with it So three left, she and me And that little girl who was born there Who escaped that scrape with fate. A few months ago in Montreal I watched her graduate At Hospital born in that hospital yeah my sister was born in that hospital too and now my mother's in there I took the train to see alone and I sat in that visitor's chair mother was angry so afraid this was not a blessed event. on that train wondering where our lives went that hospital I keep going back hey, I could wind up in there maybe so could you anything can happen when there's nothing we can do And if you come to see me, Lord, you sit in that visitor's chair. Take something home from that gift shop so you'll have a souvenir from that hospital.
2: And if you're not sitting there in floods of tears, you have no soul. I love that song. So beautiful. Um yeah, Mr Loud and Wayne right? I, honestly I cannot I cannot recommend that guy enough. Um he's got there's so much music and he's such a poet. Um for me, he is Bob Dylan with a good voice. Um Love him, love him, love him, love him. So get amongst him because he's brilliant. So there. Yeah, Well not a bad choice So we're like an hour and a half into our first show And nobody's died We haven't had a phone call from the bosses yet to kick us off No doubt we'll get an email telling us to um, Never darken their doors again um, but we're doing alright, I we, I think it's, it's, it's quite, quite a, it's right. quite a scary being
0: like f- having to say things on cue, be able to think of
2: ideas and come up with stuff to say. I mean, it's a well, weird situation, is not it? Yeah, but it's comforting knowing that nobody's listening. So that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then that, well, that's going to change. That's going to change. This place is going to be like you know. The, oh, you know what I picture? One day it's going to be like the the there's going to be the. Police outside. We're going to be having this party, and they're going to want to be taking us off the air, and we're just going to take over this show and just be here forever. And like Christian Slater, like that some, film. Yeah, no. Like remember Airheads? Yeah, that was a that was a rubbish film that was good. Was well, good. Good luck on this door. Yeah, magnetic, isn't it? Oh, it's lovely. Yeah, it's lovely. So. Anyway, yeah, there you go. Well, the hospital is a, a strange place, isn't it? It's a wilderness of
0: many emotions, and and from terror to boredom to sadness to all these kinds of to absolute of things. joy, you know, yeah, absolute joy. I mean, yeah, the, the first time you see your, your child that's been born, if you had kids, the the I remember. I remember them presenting my twins to me um, in hospital, and I, re- I can remember my brain. It was like cogs were moving in my head. As soon as I saw them, it's like it got rewired. It was a very strange okay. feeling. It was, it was wonderful. I mean, I loved it, but
2: I could consciously feel that a biological change happened in my brain it's a it's a massive cliche about you know you, you're not having a clue what to do and yet all of a sudden you instinctively just to know what to do it's well easy yeah it's really easy yeah you just
0: like feed them make them really happy and uh tell them loads of jokes and what else do you have to do um change their nappies yeah a lot of
2: goes from green to yellow, to, to when brown. they start eating normal food, and then you're basically just wiping your own backside. Yeah, it's pretty rank. <laughs> it smells. Um, yeah, I had to take my daughter to hospital on Christmas Day once. Lucky Christmas morning. Yeah, that was. Um, was
0: it, Were you? G- were you? Uh, was she Jesus?
2: <laughs> no, no, no. That was. Uh, no, that was. That was my other son, who was a carpenter. Oh, yeah. he Died at the age of about thirty-two. Yeah. Oh, sad. Well, and then he came back. <laughs> Typical. Yeah. So why? Uh, why did you have to go to hospital Christmas Day? Uh, well, I won't go into details. It's pretty rank. But um, uh, yeah, it was a it was a it was a it was a precautionary measure, and it was a very worrying for about an hour, um, and we were back home by about eleven o'clock, um, enjoying Christmas Day, and it kind of it added to the it added to the enjoyment of the day. Really, it was. I think it was our first christmas as a family of four at home on our own with um nobody else around to cook the dinner um so that was my job there's an unfathomable terror when your kids get ill or
0: they end up in a situation where you need an ambulance because suddenly you are you're completely aware that you've got no power mm. over this universe that you preside in and you're just a watcher you know yeah. you're an, uh, you're you're there waiting for either good or bad news, aren't you? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. My my one and only time in a, in a oh, actually no, twice now. My uh, my first time in an ambulance with the blues and twos was with my was with my youngest daughter. She had a fit in the doctor's surgery. That was um, that was <laughs> that was a walk in the park. <laughs> it was yeah, easy. Um, yeah, that was a that was a strange old strange old time because uh, there was a while we we're in the doctor's surgery. She she went into this fit, and my wife just. Freaked out And left the room I was running up and down I could hear her screaming outside Um, And then there was just This room of people Rushing around You know Looking for Bits to inject her with and looking for. Um, got your wife? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she could have done with It to be fair. Um, and uh, yeah, that was a that was a strange. It was a weird. I had a weird calmness about me, I must say. And I don't know if that's just because it's inherent in me, or was it was a natural yin yin and yang to one of us needs to hold it together. Or I mean, obviously inside, I was in pieces. But mm. um, no, it was a, that was a it was a very strange calmness. I felt comfortable with the people that were dealing with that, and. Um, it, it was horrific because she actually went blue and it wasn't it wasn't very nice but um uh yeah that was uh yeah it's very it's weird how your, your body just kind of takes over now that whole, that whole kind of uh, description of everything slowing down and you know becoming slow motion and stuff it's, it's so true it's very very odd how the body just you know you go into a different mode yeah. I mean, you know, you know my history with
0: hospital, and one of my sons has been in and out quite a lot. But I was listening I've to James <laughs> James Whale um, years ago, and Yuri Geller was on James Whale, and uh, we were going to go into hospital the next day for an operation. I mean, my child was uh, there was three months early, so I think he was probably three months old, maybe uh, at the time. So he probably he was around due date, what would have been, and. uh I sent an email, said could you wish us good luck for tomorrow, and he said he sent an email back saying what's your phone number, and Eureka rang me up and gave me a pep talk of how to handle the situation, and I was calm, completely calm throughout a, an absolutely terrifying ordeal where you're handing your child over to an operating table, basically you're taking it into surgery, and I had this really sense of serenity and I I did surrender to the moment and I just felt I trusted it and I wasn't going to let anything bother me in that situation and thanks to you Regella I I had a really calm time during that absolutely horrifically terrifying moment. Yeah. So thank you, Ruggella. Whether he can bend spoons or not, I don't know, but his pep talk was amazing and it
2: worked. It kind of reset my brain to think completely differently. I, this, I mean, I think he's a bit of a crackpot. But also... Um, it's generous, though, isn't it, to do that? I'm massively, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm not taking anything away from that at all, no, no, no. If I didn't know that story, then obviously my opinion would just be that, you know, I think he's a bit a bit nuts and he's a bit out there and he's a bit strange. He's a bit of almost like a David Copperfield kind of... But he's good at it. Yeah, no, exactly that, and that's the point. I think the whole positive thinking and the whole placebo thing is, is real for a reason because there is some strange thing that, you, that your brain um, can do you know it's all to do with positive thinking and why, it, why was it spoons not knives or forks uh, well I guess spoons uh, maybe forks well, I don't know knives would have been a bit tougher I guess yeah, um, yeah it's, all in, it's all It's all. a rabbit really isn't it <laughs> yeah um, if you want to get results you've got to rub it in the right way rub it in the right way so yeah but um, should, we do, should we do the song that you like by an artist that you hate well I'm starting to hate him less I always thought he was a bit
0: silly um, I never quite got
2: Prince, and I don't understand that because uh, you know he's a phenomenal artist, um, musician. Yes, uh, you know he's mad. He was mad, and um, yes, he was um, totally eccentric. And there was always a, there was always a rumor that he wasn't that he, he wasn't playing the guitar solos on his stuff and when he was playing live. And I've, I've, I think I'm sure you've seen it. The, the the clip on YouTube of him playing the solo to While My Guitar Gently Weeps at the George Harrison tribute is just mesmerizing. Um, he just, and, and and also it's prolonged as well. It's like, a, it must be like a minute and a half, two minute solo, which is a long time. <clears throat> and bearing in mind, you're sharing the stage with like Jeff Lynne, Tom Petty, um, I think Clapton's on there as well. All these, like, massive egos huge stars and they just let him go and i honestly i I recommend that you watch it because it is out of this world i wouldn't mind trying to get the audio for it um it's not quite as magical as it is watching him do it but it's definitely worth a worth a listen or a watch um the other thing as well if you've seen the the super bowl video which one where's the hologram when he uh, well he, he no not quite but he he plays um yeah, there's a there's a bit of a Is it where it's raining yeah there's a bit of a docu- oh, right, there's yeah. a kind of a little bit of a documentary leading up to this this video when you actually watch it so yeah, you got the guys doing purple rain yeah in the, the rain in imagine the rain. it he's absolutely hammering it down well and the people that are organizing it and i guess his management and stuff will kind of get a bit nervous and thinking oh, i don't know if we're going to be able to go on mm. and uh, one of the guys spoke to him and said look prince you know we're, we're, we're sorry about the rain we don't know what you know how, how it's going to go and, I don't know how this happened <laughs> his words will make it rain more so um Didn't you know they? he totally yeah he said he said make it rain more totally embraced it but the the scene in that video and i'm going to spoil it because um, if you haven't seen it then watch it because it's still amazing um there's a there's a he plays About three songs, and they all kind of roll into one, and then it ends with Purple Rain, and it is absolutely tanking it down, and it had been all day, and during the solo of Purple Rain, this huge sheet, this flapping sheet comes up in front of him, and then you just see this silhouette of him, and it's massive, it must be 25 foot, this huge silhouette of him playing this solo, and <laughs> it's just mind-blowing. Sounds Absolutely stupid. mind-blowing. So we're going to play this track from... Well, for, hold on. Go on. I just want to explain how I got to find Oh, go on. So, yeah, of course.
0: Yeah. I saw a link that said, this is the reason Prince was killed. Oh, right. The <laughs> conspiracy video. Probably why you watched it, because you hated yeah, him. Yeah, and uh, I clicked it. It was a song. I can't remember what the song was called. Um, but it was a... It starts with talking for about five minutes, which is a bit nonsense, but it plays a song, and it was a song about being a human, the spiritual essence of, of being a human, it was a really, really good song I was like, oh blimey, he's got a bit of consciousness this guy I doubt he was killed for this song because he, I think he had a lot of trouble with drugs I mean, in a lot of his songs he referenced the fact that he was taking lots of pills, tablets and all these sorts of things so I think he had a history with, with self-medicating and I think because of the, a lot of those things he was splits on the stage and I think he had sort of damaged himself quite a bit and was in a lot of pain so yeah, conspiracy theory aside it was a good song and then the next one on on after that was called Colonized Mind, and I listened to it. And I thought, "Bloody hell, decent song that!" But he was right. He's actually quite good. He's actually so you right. listen to him all the time instead of just every now and again. Well, not all the time because I've got to sleep sometimes.
2: But you should take heed on my words because I know everything. Let's play it.
9: Do what you want, nobody cares Upload the master race idea Genetically disposed to the world Down, the road, down, low, down, low, down a future full of isolated Full of isolated boy and girls. We're up low, a two-part system, we'll answer so up to dangers, illusion of choice. We're down low, a bill for a fascism, nothing really ever changed, never had a
2: Thinking when you said that you didn't like Prince, then, eh? Well, it's the principle of the thing, isn't it? Well, that's um, what was I saying about guitar playing? That's phenomenal. What a sound! Yeah, it was good. What a sound! Um, yeah, well, fine choice, uh, well, fine choice, young Daniel. So now this is my song that uh, well, the Alan John one by by an artist that I don't like. Um, but, but a great song in my humble opinion and it happens to be one of your Well, this favourite this bands. band means a lot to me it changed it, says a lot. it
0: changed me a lot I, I was li- watching Jonathan Ross back in the 90s I think just when the can I say what band it is yeah go on it's so when the Doors movies came out so I didn't know anything about this band and Carl Coughlin was a guest and there was a band called The Blessing were on as well. And Carl McCockland played keyboards with The Blessing and they played Like My Fire. And I heard that song the first time and my brain just exploded. I was like, that was amazing. And I remember that night trying to tune the radio in, trying to find this song that I didn't know anything about. And it just sent me on this complete discovery of lots of other 60s bands. I've always been to the 60s psychedelic music. But... The next Sunday, we went to a Sunday market and I saw this Doors tape of the best of the Doors, and that was it for me. I was completely obsessed by that band for up until now, really. They're one of my favourite bands. I mean, not everyone's a cup of tea, but they had such an impact on me. I loved The Doors. Just that sense of freedom, that sort of sense of just a life explosion of just Wanderlust, you know, it was amazing.
2: I, I think that film. Um... Probably uh, did the opposite for me in terms of it. it just made me think, oh, he's, a bit he's just annoying. Well, the film isn't. I'm a poet. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, and um, I'm a bit of a poet, though. You know, maybe it's uh, maybe it's a jealousy. It's pure kind of sexuality and just. Total He was well fit. He was well fit, yeah. And um and he had a he had a he had a, but, an aura about him, I guess, and, and all like that sort of stuff. LA Woman man. Oh put that on when he's driving. LA Woman man. LA is Woman. That song?
0: Going down the tune. I dig a little down about when I doubt went down to the
2: tune. <laughs> I remember that one, yeah. Um all right, well this is my song by a band I hate, which is a good song. Um we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna tighten that we're gonna tighten that uh title up for that feature aren't we because um, Tighten the nice. title up Tighten the title up <laughs> Call it Titan So this is a song by a band called The Doors and it's a song called <laughs> People, People Are Strange
0: And aren't they
4: People are strange When you're a stranger Faces look ugly When you're alone Women seem wicked When you're unwanted Streets <laughs> are uneven When you're down When you're strange When it's are strange
2: That's my my version of a rubbish band that does a good song and that in it. Um, so yeah, well it's, yeah, it's a cracking song. You can't can't be denied. Um, right, it's a little bit self indulgent, but I'm going to play one of my songs now to see us out. Um, we're. Uh it's I won't explain it too much, I'll just let you hear it and see what you think of it. Um it's a song I did actually for one of Daniel's films that he's always making, but um he never actually used it in the end. So um sh- it's rubbish. No, it's quite good. Sh- shame on him because um I do use a lot of your stuff. Sometimes. Um Oh God. Let's get that off then. Um First really? mistake First mistake of the day and it's seven minutes to go. I think it's a first mistake anyway. Well, well. I'm sure listening back we'll find out a few more. Um and uh, hang on, let me just queue this up because it's got to be right because it's mine. So What's it called? This song is called. Do you know what? I can't even remember what it's called because the ty- oh. <laughs> the file name I've got in this song is different to what the name of the song is. What's so, the inspiration for it? God, um, Were you, the inspiration. We drive free- down the freeway. On. The- on a moonlight no, no I wasn't no so but anyway have a listen um, you can tell me what you think of it marks or out you of 10. Have to marks out of 10 well it's a it's a it's a it's a 6 from me I guess but that's because I'm being humble so enjoy
0: Who was he then? That was genius. Whoever did that song was the best singer I've ever heard in my whole life.
2: Most amazing song I've ever heard. Thanks for that, whoever wrote that. Um, Right, this is the end of the show. This is our very first show. Thank you for those that have listened. Thank you for downloading the podcast. Thank you for downloading the full show on a different platform. Um, All of that will become available, and you'll know what that is, but you'll know what it is anyway because you would have downloaded it. So then, Follow us on Twitter. We are called... Um What are we it, called? We are called. I'm just getting
0: at Muggy Bonehead. M U G G E Y B O N E H E A
2: D at Muggy Bonehead. Follow us and listen to our shows and On the Twitters. And all the support you can give us would be amazing. Um we love you and we will see you next week between ten and twelve next Wednesday. Thanks guys. Ta ta.